It's Daily Thunder, booming out the truth of Jesus Christ every weekday morning from our studio on the Ellerslie campus in Windsor, Colorado. To learn more, visit ellerslie.com. Welcome, everyone, to a Monday edition of Daily Thunder. So last week on Monday, I began uh, with the first part of a series that I'm wanting to do on faith, but I want to emphasize it's biblical faith that I'm wanting to focus on. And I am calling this series Deciding Between the Two. And that's going to make more and more sense as we progress. In the in last week's episode, I talked about uh, the fact that all throughout the scripture, there's this principle of twos. There's always two. And of course, one of the most stark illustrations of that in the New Testament is going to be when Paul starts teaching on flesh and spirit, and that we must be born again is how Jesus teaches us, that we're a first man and we must become a second born. And unless we are born again or born twice, we cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven, that God favors the second. And so Jesus is even called the second man, as strange as that is, even though he's 77 generations after Adam, he is called the second man, Adam being the first, and then there's Jesus. And so we are of one of two men, if you want to say it that way. Our father is one of two choices. And so we are either uh, going to be of our father, Adam, uh, who is under condemnation, or we're going to be of, of our father, Jesus, and who is righteousness and who has privilege in the kingdom of heaven to enter boldly into the throne of grace. And so this is going to be a four part series. This is part two. And it is called juxtaposed. I sort of liked that word juxtaposed. It's when you're basically creating a comparison contrast between two things closely. And what we're going to see is that we are all making a decision between the two. So there's twos and we are stuck right in between them. And you're gonna, we're going to go back to the Garden of Eden in this. And you're going to recognize that even though there's a lot of trees in the Garden of Eden, God's going to talk about two trees in the Garden of Eden. There were two trees? Well, there's a lot of trees, but there's two trees that are talked about, and they even have names of all things. And you're going to see Adam and Eve juxtaposed. They're going to be put between these trees, and they're going to have to make a decision. And so are we. In a sense, this is the essence of how our life works, where we need to make a decision between two things. So let's walk through this. First of all, the principle of two, which is what I uh, unpacked uh, in greater detail in the last uh, session, but even the Bible is broken up into twos. And so you'll see the Old Testament and the New Testament. And just even the idea of old and new is very, very significant, and that we must put old things behind. We must become new. And the way to do that is to believe in Jesus. So to understand faith, we need to understand the mechanics of how it works. And I think this message will help sort of unpack that uh, a little. So I'm saying on this screen, welcome to the garden. Uh, that's, uh, that's where we're headed. We're going way back, almost 6,000 years ago. And Genesis 2, 9, and then 16 through 17, and out of the ground made the Lord God to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life also in the midst of the garden and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest eat freely, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eats thereof thou shalt surely die. So this is known as the law of sin and death. Basically, simply put, you sin, you die. And so we have two trees. We have a tree of life that they are 
actually not prohibited to eat from. Isn't that interesting? And then we have this other tree called the tree of the knowledge of good and evil that they're told not to eat from it. The day in which they eat of it, they would surely die. So God is going to give his first commandment. And it's interesting that they only have one and they're going to blow it on that one commandment. And what's interesting is if I were to set before you two trees, which I'm going to do today, we have two trees, the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil which one would you eat from? You're told not to eat from one, and yet the other one's sitting there available to be eaten from. You're going to choose that one? All of us have chosen that one. In a strange sense, that's, that's the story of humanity. We have all fallen short. We've all sinned. And you see, we've all turned to the wrong tree. But there's another tree we need to turn to. So I have a picture. If you're getting this uh, via the podcast, you're missing a really cool picture. It's sort of a stick figure guy. It's a picture of you and me. And we're in a juxtaposed position. And on one side, which is my right, I'm assuming it's translated the same way on your screen. It, there's a tree, oh, black fruit. I don't know what that sounds very but That's a tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And then on my left, I'm assuming it's your left as well. Uh, you have this tree with white fruit, which I have to admit, white fruit doesn't sound much better. But in this case, it, it should, okay? It means righteousness. It means purity. It means perfection, okay? It's good fruit. It's, it's, it's full of all sorts of life for you. And there we are in between, and we have our hands on our hips, and sort of like, I don't know what to do. How do I make a decision between the two? So we have, each out of each of these trees, there's sort of a voice that comes forth, and it speaks to us. And so the first one is the wooing of the liar. Remember that serpent in the Old Testament? Uh-huh. Bad guy. And he is a talker. And it's strange to think of, it's almost like Narnian uh, in, in the Garden of Eden, because you have this snake-like creature which is talking. Uh, and so let's, let's listen to Genesis 3, 1 through 6. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, You shall not surely die, for God does know that in the day you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be open, and you shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof, and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat." It's a very frustrating story for me because it's, of course, a tremendous summary of events, but it always has bothered me. Uh, you know, she eats it way too easily. That, that bothers me. But then the second part is, and, and then she gave it also unto her husband with her and he did eat it. It's like, come on, buddy, uh, at least show a backbone. What are you doing just eating the fruit that quickly? And so the whole story is just a meltdown, right? But what we see is we see the wooing of a liar. You see, there's this bait that comes from this tree, and it's basically, if I could summarize it, you can be the center of the universe. You can be as God. And this is the great propelling force of sin right there. It's the attraction of self-exaltation. And this is what that one tree is offering. And yet the tree of life is going to offer something very different. The first Adam's failure. So, First, the first Adam is going to fail, I mean, miserably. And it's a, it's a cata catastrophic uh, situation because there is something Adam should have done. You see, if we were to say, what should Adam have done if he was doing it right? Well, imagine that Eve comes to him with, you know, the juice dribbling down her chin. And he says, Adam, you need to try this. I'm seeing things I've never seen before. 
Eve, where did you get that? Well, Adam, it came from the tree, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Yes, but the, 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 the serpent, the serpent, you were listening to the serpent. Yes, but what he said was, I don't care what he said, Eve. God said not to eat of that tree. In the day in which you eat of it, you will surely die. And then Eve, of course, would say something like, but I didn't die, Adam. Look, I, I feel perfectly alive. And then Adam backs away and Eve says, but Adam, you need to try it. Eve, Eve, I can't believe you did this. And she, you know, he backs up one way, she backs up the other. Adam, Eve, Adam, Eve. And then Adam bumps into God. And God says, Adam. And Adam says, God, I, and God says, I know. But, but God, you said the day in which she eat of it, she, she would eat of it, then she would die. She must die. Well, God, isn't there any other way? Isn't there any other solution? Well, Adam, someone must die. Well, God, but is there any other, any other solution, any other remedy? Well, Adam, you die for her. You see, the first Adam failed. He didn't stand as the priest of Eden. Jesus is going to come to this earth and be the second Adam, the last Adam, the second man. He is going to come in and do for his bride what Adam failed to do. You see, in this screen, I say we are in Adam's failure. You see, that's the way the Bible describes it. You see, when Adam sinned, we are in him. Now, you really need to know your genetics to understand that. It's sort of like an acorn. Every, every oak tree uh, is sort of hidden in an acorn, and then, you know, every... Uh, so there could be millions and billions of oak trees in that one acorn. And the same is true with humanity. We were all in Adam. And when Adam did his failing, we were in him. So therefore, we share in his work. We share in his deed. We share in his disobedience. We share in his rebellion. And therefore, he is under just condemnation, and so are we. And as a result, we are born clinging. If you remember last week, <laughs> I said to our very expensive big jar of earthly healing juice, Mary had her spikenard, and in a sense, she starts out by clinging to it. This is what she puts her confidence in, and so do we. We are clinging to the wrong thing. Our faith is misappropriated. So the two trees. Remember I said there's always two. Well, there's two trees, and these two trees are very, very important for us to understand the gospel. So if, you, if, you, if you're getting the video version of this, on the right side, you have the tree of T-K-O-G-A-E, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And on the left side, you have the tree of life. Two trees, and we need to make a decision. First, what is a tree? Well, it's interesting because when you study trees in Scripture, you're going to see that they're a place of decision and they're a place of judgment. So all sorts of things happen at trees, and there's a lot of decisions that are made. I mean, even Eve is making a decision at a tree, right? But there's all sorts of illustrations of this. And of course, in the New Testament, you're going to see this cross of Jesus. It's a tree, and that's a place of judgment, uh, but it's also a place of decision. And so trees are symbolic of these two things, decision and judgment. So the law of the forbidden tree, this is the tree of the knowledge of good and evil in the New Testament, the first commandment. Uh, that was given by God to anyone, and that's if you eat, you die. So Genesis 2, 9, 16 through 17, of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it, for in the day that thou eats thereof, thou shalt surely die. The law of sin and death. The law of the second tree. So there's a second tree. Why Adam and Eve didn't eat from this tree is just mystifying to me. Now, I know why they didn't eat after they ate from the, the wrong tree, and that is because God removed them from the garden and then set cherubim with flaming swords to guard the way 
to the tree of life, lest they eat of it and continually forever and ever stay in that condition. But God does want to open the way to the tree of life. In fact, he is the way. And that's what's so profound about this story. See, the law of the second tree is very different than the law of the first tree. The first tree was you eat, you die. The second tree is unless you eat, you cannot live. Isn't that amazing? Listen to John 6, 53. Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Unless you eat, you cannot live. You see, the second tree, the cross, it's not just a, a, a tree from way back when in the Garden of Eden. It's like there in the New Testament. Can you think of a better description of the tree of life than that tree? That is the tree of life. And unless you eat of the fruit that is on that tree, his name is Jesus Christ, you have no life in you. Oh, I love it. So I have a, a graphic on the screen right now, and it's on the right side. It says, you eat, you die. And on the left, it says, you eat, you live. <laughs> the guy's scratching his head in the middle. He's in this juxtaposed position. Between these two trees, what's his decision going to be? For me, it's really obvious. I want to tell the stick figure, hey, buddy, eat the stuff that brings you to life. And yet how many of us forsake the life and turn to that which kills us? So the two trees and their fruit. So first of all, we have the forbidden tree. It's a promise of self-glory, the word of the liar. And then we have the second tree. It's a promise of salvation, the word of God, the word of truth. So in this graphic I have, I have on the right, it's all about you. So it's the tree of knowledge of good and evil. It's all about you. And you see this guy who's very similar to us. It's a stick figure version of us that is crossing that line and headed towards that life that is all about us. And then the other side, it's all about him. That's not as attractive to us. Have you ever noticed that? Making our life all about Jesus isn't as attractive as making it all about ourselves, which is why all of us have stumbled in this regard. We have all sinned and we all deserve death. So as we close this particular session, I just want us to reflect upon the fact that we are in a similar situation that Eve was. You see, we have been brought into a New Testament version of it, though, and that is the word of the liar is still very prevalent in this world. And he says, you can make this about you. God doesn't want you to know this, Eric, but that if you would simply live for yourself, you're going to find a greater satisfaction. You could be as God in your life. And that's the essence of sin. It's rebellion. And it leads to death. You see, sin is pleasurable for a season, but that season does come to an end. And yet if we repent and if we believe in Jesus and put our confidence in him and turn from that tree that has the dark fruit to the tree that has the fruit of life, we will live. This idea of faith is a decision between trees. We need to choose to reject one and believe the other. We need to reject the fruit of the one and eat the fruit of the other. We just need to make sure that we're picking the right tree to reject and the right tree to eat from. God's blessings. Daily Thunder is a listener-supported production of Ellerslie Discipleship Training. At Ellerslie, we are laboring to rouse the Church of Jesus Christ out of its lethargy and build brave-hearted Christians for such a time as this. Daily Thunder is streamed daily, Monday through Friday, from our studio in Windsor, Colorado. And our weekend church service is delivered live and streamed at 9 a.m. on Sunday mornings. Join us at live.ellersley.com. Note that our live weekday in-person version of Daily Thunder is scheduled to resume this upcoming June in conjunction with our training season. Learn more at ellersley.com. Thanks for listening. Thank <laughs> you.